Welcome to Authors of Impact. I'm your host, Jazz Rawlinson, best-selling author, book coach, and all-round lover of impactful stories. Join with me as we go behind the memoir with some of the world's most influential authors, revealing the secrets and strategies that have helped each writer go from big idea to bestseller. I'll also share with you the techniques and tips that I use as a book coach and author that can help you better navigate the writing and publishing process for yourself. If you're ready to become an author of impact, this is the place for you. Hey there, Changemaker, and welcome to the very first episode of Authors of Impact. I'm your host, Jazz Rawlinson, and I'm so excited to be able to introduce this show to you. For this first episode, I thought I would kick things off with a little bit of a mini coaching session and really just to introduce myself and the podcast and why I'm so passionate about storytelling and in particular memoir writing and the value that I really hope to impart to you through this podcast. If this is your very first time being introduced to me, hello and welcome. As you can probably tell from my accent, um, I live in Australia. I'm based on the east coast of Australia, actually, in a city called Brisbane. And I work as a nonfiction book coach for change makers, um, predominantly for female change makers, but also work with men as well. And my passion is to really help people to utilize the power of storytelling as a vehicle for social change. Alongside my business, I have been a huge advocate for a lot of different social issues over the past 10 years. That includes things like domestic violence, child abuse, mental health. I'm also the founder of Brisbane's first domestic violence memorial, which is one of the first uh, permanent domestic violence memorials ever created in our country and the first in our city. Um, that was opened in 20, uh, 2016 by myself and my friend Bonnie. We really wanted to create this permanent space where we as a, we as a city and a community could honor the, you know, women, men and children who had been lost to domestic violence within our, um, our city and to give, you know, grieving family members a beautiful place. You know, there's a waterfall there and we wanted them to have a beautiful place to sit and reflect on their loved one without necessarily having to go to a cemetery. We wanted to create this beautiful place in the city that people could go. And that also those who are passing by on their way to the train station, you know, they might sit and look at at the memorial plaque there, which says no more violence, no more silence, and think about how they can be part of the solution, you know, to not be a bystander when it comes to these issues. Um, So that's something that I've created over the years that I'm really proud of. I'm also an ambassador for a couple of different anti-human trafficking um, organizations, one of which is Project Karma. Um, I represented them last year, actually, when I went on uh, an award-winning travel TV series called Adventure All-Stars. The only way to go on there is to have raised over $10,000 for a charity of your choice. Um, I chose Project Karma because I've um, worked, well, I've advocated for them in the past. I've written about their work. I really love what Glenn Hulley, the founder, has created with this organization and how they support communities, particularly in Southeast Asian communities, to address the issues of child exploitation themselves. So unlike a lot of other organizations, they don't go in with the whole, you know, white savior complex thing of we're going to tell you how to run your own community and save the day. Uh, they actually work with local um local government, local police, local NGOs to empower and equip them 
to tackle these issues in their own communities. Um, and since that, that time, they've branched out. They don't just work in, you know, Southeast Asian communities. They work here in Australia as well. Um, I could talk, you know, I could do a whole episode on <laughs> Project Karma, but that's just a little bit about myself and the social um, social issues that I'm passionate about and the advocacy work that I do. And so that's why I typically, you know, my niche is all about serving changemaker authors. It's all about serving um, emerging female leaders who really have a they really have a strong desire to change the world and create impact or to create movements that create change for other women and children or other communities around the world through their books and through their stories. And so although I work as a book coach, and that's technically what I call myself, um, I don't really consider myself a book coach in that I'm not here to help people necessarily just write a book. It's not just about writing a book. It's about asking what what is the impact that you actually want to create with this book? What change do you want to create? What opportunities do you want this book to open up for you? You know, do you want to speak on stages across the world? Do you want to do a TEDx talk? Are you really passionate about being a go-to figure in in the media, you know, a thought leader, someone who can speak on your topic of expertise and and help to create more ripples of change throughout the world? It's really about getting clear on, as I said, the impact that you want to create, not just for yourself, but also for your business, for the world, for generations to come. Maybe you want to leave a legacy for your family. Maybe that's the impact that you want to create. But whatever it is, that's what you really need to get clear on first. So that's just a bit of a way of introducing sort of what I do beyond just the literal process of helping somebody to write a book. I'm there to help them realize the impact that they want to create and truly embrace their story and to turn that mess into their message. And so that was also the inspiration for this podcast. You know, I work with a lot of nonfiction writers, particularly memoir writers, and I also have a lot of people in my community who have this dream of writing a book. And there's this really interesting statistic that I came across a little while ago. There was a writer in the US called jo- um, Joseph Epstein, who found that over 200 million people in America alone have a dream of writing a book, which is really pretty insane when you think about it. That's an absolutely huge amount of people that have this bucket list item of writing a book. But then other research has shown that only about 3% of people who have this dream go on to actually write their manuscript. And of those, only 20% actually go on to publish their book. When I hear that statistic, I don't know if it's just because of my work as a story coach or whether it's something deeper, but I find that really sobering because I know from my work and people within my community that, that I've spoken to that often the best stories come from the most inexperienced writers, the everyday people who don't necessarily consider themselves to be writers at all, but they have amazing stories within them and stories that can really, as I said, create change, create a legacy, make the world a better place for other people who are maybe going through the very things that they themselves once went through. And if only they shared their story, they could be a beacon of light for that person. They could help make the journey so much easier and with so many less hardships if only that person was to hear this story. 
And so you can probably hear that I get really excited when I talk about stories and I really am passionate about people embracing their story and recognizing the power within it and using that that story or their expertise within a book to create change. And so my hope is that this podcast will give you you know, tangible tips that you can take away from other authors that will help you on your own journey, that it will help to inspire you as to why you should share your story, if that's, you know, something that you've been dreaming of doing, why it's important for the world to hear your story. You may think that you're just one person and that millions of other people have gone through this very thing. And so why would anybody care about your story? But I hope that through listening to this podcast, you'll come to understand the value of your story, you know, your voice, and that this will give you the motivation and inspiration needed to then make a commitment, because that's the key thing, to putting your story out into the world. As you heard in the intro, each week you'll either hear from myself or a guest author, and in the solo sessions, that's really where I'll be giving you a little mini coaching breakdown. You know, we'll talk through things like the mindset of a successful author. We'll talk about things like how to make the self-publishing process a much easier route and how to do it successfully and not become a DIY disaster. We'll talk about some of my favorite tools that I use within my business and also as an author to generate publicity and how to start building your, you know, online presence and really, you know, building your author platform early. Even if, you know, you're not super techie and if you don't have a big budget or any budget at all, because to be honest, for most of my author journey for the, the last three or four years or so, I think I've only used paid ads once or twice. It's something I'll probably do again in the future, but to be brutally honest with you, that's not something that I've really used very much. And so I really love showing people at all stages of their journey how they can start generating that buzz around themselves, creating an author platform and a media presence and the things that they need to do now as they're writing their book with or without a budget. So that's a little bit about myself and the podcast. And before I wrap up this very short episode, I also wanted to just take a moment just to talk with you in a little more detail about why nonfiction books and in particular memoirs are so important for creating impact. And if you're here, then I'm guessing that's that's what's really important to you is creating impact in the world. So a really common myth is that there's not really very much money to be made in book writing and that it's not worth doing unless you're a celebrity. The reality is that most people are not going to make millions from their book. You know, your book is what you use to create impact in the world and to really open up new opportunities that can make you, you know, thousands or millions of dollars if that's what you're really looking to make. However, what I think is really important for people to understand is that writing a book and a nonfiction book in particular is the most effective way of growing your business and also creating impact in the world. And the reason that I said that memoirs in particular are so powerful in doing this is because what they are at their core is are stories. It's just storytelling in its pure essence. And stories are essential to how we connect as humans. So that's why memoir writing is so important. You know, when people tell stories, they do three things in particular. So they help to create connection between yourself and another person. They help to create trust and also to create knowledge and understanding. 
Every time I do a masterclass, and if you've been to one of them in the, the past, you would have heard me share a particular quote from Zig Ziglar, which is that if people like you, they'll listen to you, but if they trust you, they'll do business with you. And trust is what we really need to build when when we're putting books out into the world. You know, we want to establish that trust between ourselves and the reader. And the best way to do that is through really raw, real and vulnerable stories. And if you're still not convinced, if you're thinking, oh, I'm I'm not sure about that, Jazz, well, there's actually studies that have been done to show how storytelling works on the brain. There's a wonderful quote that I always reference. It's from Tick Publishing. It talks about the impact of storytelling on our brains. And that quote says, your brain experiences imagined narratives as if they were real. There is very little difference between how our brains process information when we read or hear stories and when we experience reality. To our brain, it's all the same. And there's another quote that I always love to draw on, which is from Kendall Haven, the author of Story Proof and Story Smart, who says, your goal in every communication is to influence your target audience, to change their current attitudes, belief, knowledge, and behavior. And information alone rarely changes any of these. Research confirms that well-designed stories are the most effective vehicle for exerting influence. Another example that I think is really powerful in showing the impact of storytelling through books is actually an example that I gave um, some time ago for an interview with Authority Magazine. We were talking about why books are so powerful. And I shared this example that when a public speaker gets up and shares a presentation, you know, presentations and, and speaking are an amazing way of breaking down barriers, of influencing and inspiring people. But think about it this way. When somebody's standing in front of you, yes, you're listening to them, but you're also kind of nitpicking everything about them. I mean, that's just human nature. You might be distracted by their clothing. You might be distracted by the sound of their voice or their accent. There are internalized biases that can come out that we might not even be fully aware of. But as we look at people, we're always judging them in some way. That's part of human nature. So the message can sometimes get lost when you're focused on what a person looks like, sounds like, the hand gestures they make. However, when you are reading a book, most of the time, those little biases, they're just not even in the picture. Now, you're just not aware of them because if you're really immersed in a, in a really powerful story and you're in the zone, the author has taken you into that world that they've created. And you can do that through creative nonfiction. You can do it, do it just as well as a fiction book. You can really show, you know, the journey that you're going on. You can bring the reader into the sorrow that you're feeling or the elation or, this climactic moment where everything is resolved. You can really show them all of those emotions. And for the most part, they're really focused on the story. You know, they're not thinking about what you, the author, looks like, what you sound like in real life, what your mannerisms are. And that's why I think, you know, nonfiction books and particularly memoirs are so powerful in terms of creating real change and impact in the world. So that's just a little teaser of, you know, what's to come with the podcast. I have some amazing guests that I can't wait to introduce to you very soon. In the meantime, I would love for you to subscribe so you can be the first to hear when new episodes drop. 
And if you yourself are an aspiring author of impact and you're just starting your author journey and you're not really sure about the process of writing a book, I have a great resource for you. Just go to jazzrollinson.com slash author checklist. You'll be able to download my free guide on the 14 steps that will take you from idea through to published author. So you can grab that from jazzrollinson.com slash author checklist. Of course, if you're looking for more in-depth support with writing your memoir or your nonfiction book, you can always reach out at jazzrollinson.com slash book coaching and we can chat further about how I can support you with becoming an author of impact. Wishing you a wonderful rest of the week wherever you are in the world and I will talk to you again very soon.